All right, quick need to know here. Sens taking on the Oilers tomorrow. We'll have it for you on TSN 1200. There's six back of the Islanders, two games in hand. Tonight of the three games of note, Buffalo at Toronto. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, a three-year deal with the Raiders today. Austin Eckler eyeing a trade after extension talks have stalled. Canada plays the U.S. in the World Baseball Classic as we head to the Gabriel Pizza Hotline. Pleased to be joined by our next guest. He's a champion once again. And not only that, MVP of the U Sports Final Eight, Ottawa native, Carlton Raven, Aiden Warnholtz joining us. Aiden, how you doing today? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for uh, coming on with us. Uh, how does it feel to be a champion once again? You've been a Raven for four years, and you've won a championship every year. Uh, how does that feel after uh, just a wild game yesterday against St. FX? Yeah, I mean, it feels pretty surreal, honestly. Um, like you said, I've been a part of four championships now, but <laughs> everyone has felt you know, very different and very special in its own right. Um, I think this team this year has you know, gone through a lot more maybe adversity than other teams have in the past with losing a few more games during the regular season. Um, and some of the kind of doubts that uh, people had about this team, whether we were able to get it done. So, you know, I'm just super proud of uh, what we were able to accomplish as a team and, you know, all the different guys and being able to step up at the right times to feel to really win when it, when it mattered down the stretch. So, yeah, uh, it just feels great. You talk about people outside <clears throat> having some doubts about this team. Like, can you afford to ever let that kind of, of thought into your minds internally as you're chasing a championship? Uh, I mean, it's hard not to at times, you know, when you lose a couple of games in a row that you feel like you maybe should have won to have a little bit of that, of that you know, doubt of can we do this? But I think it's the important thing is to, you know, get by that and just realize that, you know, we put in a ton of hard work. Um, we have guys and give coaches here that know what it takes to win championships um, so we know that we have all the pieces and all the capability to do it. So it's kind of just reminding ourselves of that and, uh, you know, focusing on, on just working as a team and staying together. Uh, you know, if, if we're going to listen to what other people say, then, uh, you really just got to use it as, as fuel. Um, so if anything, it just motivated us more, I think. The adversity you guys faced right from the start, um, you know, losing to, some big time NCAA programs, but you've been in past years, uh, you know, awfully competitive with some of the top teams, and you maybe took it on the chin a little bit this year. Did did that help start the process of kind of realizing, whoa, we've we've got to figure some things out here because we don't have the same team that we've had in previous years. I mean, yeah, for sure. Like we we lost a, a number of guys from last year. Um, we had a, a young team definitely, uh, this year, especially with some of those games, we didn't have, uh, you know, some of our, our older players as well. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a bit of a, of a wake up call and to think, you know, if, if we want to do something special with this season, uh, we're going to have to really start getting things going, um, you know, mentally, physically, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, I'm losing my voice a little bit. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a wake up call and, and just, uh, you know, make sure that if we were going to get it done, we just had to put in extra work. Completely understandable that you're losing the voice a little bit. What was the party like? And, and most importantly for me, four in a row 
compare the mm-hmm. four celebrations. Did they? Did each one get bigger, or does it go the other way? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not a huge partier myself, uh, <laughs> so this is maybe one of the few times that I get out during the year just to you know be out there with the guys. So um, you know, I just enjoy. <laughs> Uh, part of it is just kind of sitting back and watching everybody just enjoy the moment yep, a little yep. bit. Um, so, yeah, we, we definitely had a good time. Uh, got in late last night, and then our flight got delayed this morning, so that was a, a little bit of a, a nice surprise to have, a little extra sleep. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I definitely wouldn't say they get smaller. Um, <laughs> it, it was a good time for sure. Good. That reset after losing to Ottawa in your own gym, uh, in the OUA final, uh, what what was kind of the sense around the group after you lost that game going into nationals? It's it's funny because every time that you know, at least in the last twenty years, that a, a Carlton men's team has lost the OUA final, they've found a way to win the national championship. So, what what did you learn from that experience, and what was the mood of the group after losing to to the Gigi's? Yeah, I mean. You, you never want to have to lose to to then win, but um, I think it was in the long run. It, it was it was what we needed. It was a bit of a kick in the butt, and, and to realize that you know always always a great team, and if we're going to win this thing, we're going to have to beat three really good teams in three days, um, and we're going to have to do that by doing all the little things. You know, when we lost that game to Ottawa, they they pounded us on the glass, uh, and they were kind of doing what they wanted to do. So um, you know, if if we wanted to get things done, and that's the thing. After that game, too, we knew that though know, they had a good, they played well. All credit to them, but we also knew that there was a lot of tangible things that we could fix. That you know, like I said, like doing the little things, boxing out, rebounding. So if we were able to figure those things out, um, then you know, we we knew we had uh, all the chance in the world to win this weekend. I like listening to Dave Smart when he's on the station here with. AJ and Lee, and and one of the things that he's always pushing is, you know, you you practice harder than any game is going to be. And how much how much does that <clears throat> how much does that benefit you guys when you're in double overtime with a national championship on the line? And and uh, does it enter your mind like all that preparation and that feeling like we're we're ready for this? Like this isn't going to be harder than anything we've done in practice all year. I mean, a hundred percent. I think uh, some of the guys were saying it even even today. It was like when we were kind of going into that double overtime, you know, legs tired. But there's like, you know what? It's, this is not the first time I've felt like my legs are like this. So we, you know, that's why we practice like that, and uh, to be able to kind of fight through those moments where you know you feel like you might not be able to make it through, but then you think, no, I've done this before. I can do it again. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely helps for sure. What's going through your mind before you put up that? I mean, there there are so many great moments in that game yesterday against St. FX. It truly is an all-time classic that'll stand up for the ages. Um, but what's going through your mind uh, down three as uh, you, you look to to tie things up with that off-balance three that tied it with 13 seconds to go? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I was just thinking we got to score. Uh, you know, Connor gave me the ball up top, and I, I was just thinking I got to get one up here pretty soon. And you know, the defender took away my my first look on on the step back, so I thought I'd try to step through. Uh, I thought maybe I'd get a bit of a foul call, but you know, it's kind of tough to get calls like that late in the game. Um, 
and then I just <laughs> threw it up, you know, as best I could, and uh, said a bit of a prayer, and hmm. and uh, thankfully it was answered. <laughs> when you got into double overtime, did you realize at that point, wow, this this game is an all timer? Like, what's what's going through your mind as they? you know, answer in, in overtime with a, a, a late three of their own to, to force double OT. Yeah, well, I mean, I missed the free throw at the end of the first OT to kind of seal the game there. So, I mean, that was kind of a tough one to swallow in the moment. But then I remember uh, Connor Freakin, a teammate, was just saying, like, here we go, boys, play a little more basketball. And, you know, I was like, you know what? Yeah, we've got five more minutes. and Let's refocus here. Uh, and, you know, five more minutes to win a championship uh, is what it took. Can you rank Can you rank the wins? People always ask that. And I, and, and I thought you made a great point off of the top that we look at it from the outside and say, oh, they won four in a row. And, and you make the point that four, and they were all so different from each other. Mm-hmm. Most of the times when you ask somebody that question, they'll tell you that the one that they just won is the best one. But... How, how do you how do you put them in how do you put them in context? Uh, I mean, it definitely is hard to rank them. Just you know, different experiences. I've kind of had different roles uh, yep, yep. for the team. Um, so, kind of for everything to to come full circle for me, not playing really much at all in my first year in the championship, and then to kind of learning from those guys that led us there, uh, to trying to be one of the the leaders on the team. That's you know kind of leading the way. Um, I mean, this one's definitely super special just from all the, all the struggles and, and, you know, some of the guys that I've played with for like, like I've mentioned Connor Reagan earlier, I've played with him for, for seven years now from mm. before Carlton. Yeah. So, you know, to, to get one for us as, as some of the leaders of this team, um, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to put them in order, but I'd say this one maybe probably tops the cake. Aiden Warnholtz, uh, U-Sports Final Eight MVP and four-time champion with the Carlton Ravens men's basketball team joining us on the drive. Are you, are you driven to win five in a row like the, uh, the, the greats of Carlton Pass, whether it's Oswaldo Genty and Aaron Dornacamp or, you know, Phil and Thomas Scrub? I mean, to win four in a row is incredible, but how, how driven are you to, to kind of match that feat by – some of the greats of Ravens past. Yeah, um, I mean, I also graduated this year from uh, school, so the COVID thing. Bit, yeah, yeah. So I got a bit uh, kind of see where some opportunities take me for next year. Um, but uh, you know, with the guys that are here, uh, I'm sure that the no motivation will be lost to to win another one. Um, you know, like I said, every year is different. And every group of guys has their kind of own identity and own drive to win. Um, so I have no doubt that that next year is, is going to be the exact same way, that, that same hunger to, to win again. Just given what your group has gone through with COVID and, and missing an entire year and another year that was kind of all over the map, does that make it a little bit more sweeter as well, just to play in that type of environment, almost 10,000 fans in Halifax and, and make it worthwhile all the uh, sacrifices that you've gone through the last few years? I mean, yeah, it is, it is super special to kind of have that kind of atmosphere and, and, and livelihood back. I mean, and the one who's, we had the Capital Hoops game earlier this year. It was the first time we've had a game like that since, since COVID. 
Um, and obviously that was a little bit more, <laughs> we had some more of our fans in the stands for that one. Um, but you know, I mean, the, the atmosphere in Halifax was, was incredible. Uh, you know, obviously playing the host team in the finals, uh, who, again, a great team in St. FX. Uh, the fans really came out and supported them. Uh, obviously, everybody was pretty much against us, uh, but we kind of just fed off that um, kind of the villain energy. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it was super special uh, having that kind of atmosphere. I like that, the villain energy. Mm-hmm. Might have to steal that. It might have to steal that at some point. <laughs> was that was that a big motivator? Um, I mean, we know that being Carlton and the success that the program has had, you know, long before the guys are here on the team have been here, that there's a target on the back of the program, and hmm. obviously nobody wants to see the same team win all the time. Uh, well, some of us do. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that would like to see somebody else win. So um, just kind of kind of taking that, like I said, that kind of the villain mentality and, you know, us, us against the world um, definitely, definitely is a motivator. How has it been playing for Taffy Charles and also having the resource that is Dave Smart around? Uh, I mean, not a lot of schools have two championship coaches uh, that they can draw from. Yeah, uh, I mean, I can't say enough about either of those guys. Uh, obviously, Dave coaching in my first year and kind of re- recruiting me to Carlton. Um, he's been amazing help for me for all my time here. Uh, and there's no doubt that, you know, I wouldn't be like the player I am or the person because if, uh, if Dave wasn't, you know, part of the program, part of my life. Um, and then Taffy, obviously, it's a little bit, a little bit weird when uh, you come in with one coach and then, you know, all of a sudden you're changing to another coach in your second year at the school. Um, but, you know, I can't say nothing about Taffy and uh, the hard work that he's put in with this team and, you know, trying to control all the different personalities and kind of balance that and, and you know, working working with the guys on the team to, to get the best out of us. So, like you said, there's not many programs that have two championship caliber te- uh, coaches on the team. Uh and there's no doubt that that plays into the into the success that we had this year. How have you seen Taffy grow as a coach? I mean, th- there's a a tough situation. I use the word I use the word grow, and I think about the shadow cast by Dave Smart that that he's been able to help get the program well, not help, but um, get the program maintain the program's excellence. How's how has he grown as a coach in your time with the team? Um. I mean, you said Dave's uh, obviously a big, big coach to come in after. Um, and I think Taffy's shown that, you know, he's definitely not in, in Dave's shadow in any mm. sense. They're they're both great coaches in their in their own respect. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think obviously men's and women's basketball is different um, in their own ways. And I think Taffy's done a great job of figuring out uh, with different ways of how to motivate people um, and, you know, making sure that he's very personable with us and uh, getting to know us as individuals so that he can get the best out of us on the court, uh, for sure. You grew up, uh, Aiden, in a multi-sport family. I mean, your brother played in the OHL with the Ottawa 67s. Connor, uh, what made you choose basketball? 
Uh, to be honest, I don't really know. I just remember uh, I think basketball was one of the first sports my parents put me in. was like small ball when I was like four years old. And then I, I remember them asking me if I wanted to try hockey the next year. Uh, and I, I remember being a little bit nervous about when I was going to change lines and get off the bench. So I just decided <laughs> I'm going to stay, stay playing basketball. <laughs> but it, it seemed to work out all right, so yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's worked out pretty well for you. I think you made the right call. Aiden, uh, congratulations. That was an epic game. Uh, what a career you've had for Carlton, and if that's it, uh, what a way to go out. Uh, all the best in your future endeavors, and enjoy uh, uh, this one. Hope you get uh, a little bit more celebration time back home as well. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me on. Aiden Warnholtz. MVP of the final eight. What a player he is. Incredible. Yeah. Just to, you know, go.